Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, Karen and I are going to discuss a question that we get asked a lot around alignment. And it was kind of interesting. We were speaking at a mastermind uh, with Jill Fit this last week. And one of the couples there uh, was asking a question about write-offs. And Karen and I started talking about the fact that we pretty much can write off every meal because, you know, we're just always talking about business. And um, so anyway, we just wanted to share with you just some of the thoughts around alignment. And that's one of the things that Kara was just talking about off camera was just the fact that, you know, we're interested in the same things and we're going to get into some of this, but that's why, you know, we feel comfortable writing off every meal because we're always talking about business and what the other one's building in their business and curious about all of that. And also just even, you know, thinking about this through the lens of the couple's mastermind. And I think that's one of the reasons why couples are so interested in it. It's because like, how do we grow together? How do we, how do we grow as a couple? And so we get asked that so many times. So we thought we'd just have a conversation around it. So without further ado, we'll get into it. Well, so excited to have this conversation today. Me too. So we decided we'd just have a chat around this, like we said in the intro, just because I think this is one of the areas where um, people really struggle. And, you know, I think when you're first dating and everything else, it's obviously not hard to get into alignment because you're curious about each other and what's going on and you're really trying to make a concerted effort. But I think as time goes on and kids come into play and your job and the stress of bills and money and um, all of the above, I think a lot of couples just tend to grow apart because we don't remain curious. And I think it's so important that we figure out how to remain in alignment and remain curious about what the other one's interested in. Yeah. And well, we should just jam on that for a minute because being curious, that is what what brings you into alignment with somebody to begin with. And so many times um, you become not curious about the person because you think you know everything about them or you have it all figured out. And like you said, things start taking over. But the fact of the matter is, is, you know, you're not the same person that I met when I, we started dating and, and vice versa. And I think like always having a curiosity in your marriage is so important and in your in your partnership of like what what's driving you right now. And, you know, if, even if you think about like your inner work that you do on yourself, like we're constantly learning new things about ourselves and changing the way that we are. So I think it's so important that we do remain in that curiosity because the best marriages that I look up to and the longest marriages are ones where they're genuinely curious about that person and continually learning. It's like you you have to become almost like a student of the other person of like, I just really want to know what makes you tick, what makes you come alive and know that it's going to grow and change too. I love what you said about, you know, just constantly growing. And I was thinking about that before you even said it. I, unless, unless someone's brain dead or just not growing out there, or they're just stuck and stagnant, a state of depression or whatever, they're probably constantly iterating. Like they're thinking every single day, like new thoughts and you know, how do I become a better version or they're reading a book or, or they got inspired by, you know, a YouTube video or whatever. And so to your point, like 
we're not ever done evolving and growing. And so how do like, how the heck do we think that, you know, you could not like, or that you could know everything about the other person. It's just, it's not even a thing. And I think that's one of the things that has been so valuable for us is that, you know, we're constantly iterating and having outside conversations. If you think about going to lunch with someone, you're, you're there to really find out about them and get curious. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, even on our weekly date night or whatever, it's just remaining curious and talking through like, what are you, what are you thinking? Because I know that the person that I'm sitting across from at dinner is not the same person that you were two years ago or even two months ago or 10 years ago. And so I think it's, I think it's important to, to remain curious. Yeah, we didn't even, we kind of like jammed a little bit about this. And then we were like, we better hit record because (laughs) we're going to have a whole episode that's not recorded, but we didn't even chat about um, the curiosity piece. So I think that that's a huge one is like staying curious about the person you're sitting across from and that you're in partnership with. Yeah, you were talking about um, Alex Hermosi and, and his wife. That was a really interesting story. Yeah. So I I watched an interview um, with, I think it was just with him. And the question was how, um, how they stay like in such a great partnership while having a business, like, you know, the separation of the two. And his answer was so interesting and I'm probably going to screw it up. So if you go watch it, it's going to probably sound different. This is just what I, what I remember, but he said something so interesting that their first date was actually a business meeting. So it wasn't even a date. And then they just kind of started dating because they were in business. But he was talking about, you know, a lot of people will say, you don't talk about you know, business at the dinner table, if you if you do have a business. And he said something that was so interesting to me that um, the reason why people say that is because one person isn't interested in that conversation. And so that is why it shouldn't be talked about at dinner because somebody's not interested. So they don't want to talk about that. And when he said that, I was like, wow, that is so interesting because we talk about business constantly. And we've always talked about it with our kids. There's never really been that separation. Obviously, we don't bring stress into our conversations at the dinner table, um, although there have been those as well. But, um, you know, there's it's part of who we are. And even if it's your career, whatever it is, that's like a big part of who we are. So why wouldn't we be talking about those things? But the I just I found that so interesting that that person is interested in it. And so it got me thinking of how do we remain interested in what the other person is interested in? You know, I, my, my brain goes kind of two ways with that, because I think first and foremost, if, if somebody's really excited about their business or, you know, a certain topic or whatever, and you're married and you don't have like, you know, enough curiosity and interest to have that conversation. And again, my brain goes two ways here. Then I'm thinking like, maybe you really need to consider number one, how selfish you are, or number two, like, can you guys find a common ground? But the other side, when I say my brain goes two different ways is, you know, maybe, maybe you've had that conversation too much. Mm. Maybe you're, that's all you ever want to talk about is your problems at work. And that's another thing too, is like, it's, it's all in the context of how the conversation is, because it's not like we don't have problems. And it's not like sometimes we're not having conversations about the problems we're currently having, but I don't want to hear somebody that's constantly in a negative mindset. So I think it could also be like, you know, if you're constantly coming home and talking about your business problems and challenges, and it's always negative, that's an energy drain. And so I think we really have to take inventory on why are these conversations not aligning? Number one, is that all I ever talk about is work and 
Kara just doesn't want to hear about work or business anymore, which that's not the case with us, obviously. Um, or is it that I'm always coming at it from a negative perspective maybe, or is it purely that, you know, maybe we just need to talk about something else sometimes and, and figure out how to get curious and aligned around something that we can get involved in. And one of the things that we really wanted to, you know, talk about with the couples mastermind, I, I was just on Justin Donald's podcast and he was like, why are you so excited about this? Like what's got you? And I'm like, honestly, Karen, I've done a lot of things together, but this is like 100% together. It takes both of us. And so I think that that's one thing, and I, I don't want to derail, I'll, I'll kick it back to you, but that's one thing that I think has also always kept us aligned because even if, you know, I'm primarily involved in the plumbing and heating company and you, we have little kids and, you know, you were primarily at, at home at that point in time, we were still aligned together. We were still involved. We still, it was our life together. And I think a lot of times people are like, well, that's his business or that's her business or whatever. And they don't have, I, it's crazy to me how many times people like, I, I don't know, my husband does this. You, you hear it all the time where they're like, I'm not really sure exactly what they do. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, thinking about that, you know, how you were talking about the the husband or the or the wife, whatever, that's that's all that they're talking about. I do think that there has to be a mutual interest in what the other person is interested in. And I really think that that is like such a key is, you know, I was I was even thinking about this is kind of kind of going to take it a different route. But, you know, I love to work out. That's like one of my love languages. And you don't necessarily love to work out like I do, but you always are down to do some kind of a weird w event. Like you've done Spartan races with me. You've done all these crazy five mountain hikes with me. You always work out with me on vacation, even if you know, that's, you haven't worked out in a while. And then that's what you're going, going to do is come do this challenge with me. And, you know, I think it's just like being interested in what the other person is interested in. It doesn't have to be business, but like, because you're interested in it, I'm interested in it. And it doesn't mean that I have to be super passionate about that, even in business or whatever, or your career, or whatever that is, it doesn't mean that I have to be passionate about it, but I do need to be interested in what you're interested in. I think it's so important. And this is a great example of why we need to create space. I'm not saying that every couple needs to have a podcast, but you need to communicate about this stuff because I just had a realization. We've talked about this a lot, but the reason why I do the Spartan events with you and the reason why I work out, we always joke because <laughs> like I pretty much only work out on vacation. And I just had a realization because we're communicating through it. The reason why I do that is because I don't have commitments. And I can't tell you how many times throughout the week you're like, hey, do you want to go on a walk? Or hey, do you want to go to the gym with me? And I'm like, no, because mentally I have my day planned out already. Where we're on vacation, I don't have anything planned. And, and also like the Spartan race, you obviously have to plan that ahead of time. So I was just thinking, that's why it's so important to communicate through this stuff. Because honestly, if your love language is quality time, and uh, you, said, you said working out is your love language, I think it's... Um, <laughs> quality time, but I, I get it. If that's the case, then really I, it wouldn't have to wait till we're on vacation. It's, it's scheduling it. And that's the thing about vacation is that you don't have to schedule it. The point that I'm making is not like having a, a live negotiation on scheduling workouts. It's that communication brings up deeper relationship and we grow more. I just have never even really thought about why I only work out on vacation, but that's the reason because I don't like to just, you know, Hey, do you want to go work out with me? 
when I have a day planned out and, and it's like five minutes notice, but on vacation, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like, I don't really care that you don't work out with me all the time. Um, and not that we're going to get into this conversation, but I think just having that curiosity of each other and being interested is like the key part of that. Because, you know, if, if you, if I wasn't interested in anything you were doing, like say the plumbing and HVAC company, I was very involved in that when we started it. And then there was a period of time where I really backed off and I wasn't involved, but I was. Mm-hmm. And so I was involved at the high level. Like I knew everything that was happening in the business because you would come and talk to me about it. And I was genuinely interested Mm -hmm. in what you were talking about. And I might, I might've told this story before, but I remember being on a trip where we were, you know, working with somebody that was, um, teaching us a program or something. Yeah. Software. It was an estimating program. So I remember going to a dinner, um, with a couple who you were learning from. And she was obviously, this wasn't his business. And um, she just was joining and we were talking about this software. And I remember just being like really excited. And I remember her looking at me and being like, oh my gosh, is this like so boring to you? And it wasn't that I was like so interested in this software or even plumbing or HVAC. It wasn't like I was super excited about that. But I was excited because it was something our business was exciting. Our life was exciting. And this was a part of it. And I think that that's like a huge thing is like, I was interested in it because it affected us as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I think so many times we separate what you do for a living, what I do for a living. Um, that's your lane. You stay in your lane. I stay in my lane, which I do think we should stay in our lane. So we'll we'll hit on that too. But I think there's such a disservice of not letting our lanes come together. And, you know, what we we're each our individual people, but then how do we, you know, we have a vision for our lives and how do we connect our individual things and cross paths within it? Yeah. And I think that's one thing that we've always, um, you know, even when we were dating in high school, we were always, we were always thinking about the future. Um, and I think, I think that's another trap that couples fall into is, you know, if we're just dealing with what's in front of us right now, then we're not curious. Um, we're not interested. We're just dealing with today's problem or, you know, not seeing past that. And I think that's one thing that you and I have always, we're always talking about what we want tomorrow to look like and what we want next week to look like and, you know, next year and what are we working on? And, and that doesn't mean we spend all the time in the future, obviously, but, um, that's one thing I think we've done well is dream together. And I think couples that don't dream together, like how, and I think this is like a, I think this is a downward spiral because if you're, if you're not curious Um, and I don't care which situation it is, but you're, you're not, you're not curious and whether it's burnout, you know, you're tired of hearing the same thing or whether it's a negative conversation or whatever, if you're not curious about, you know, what the other person's interested in and what they're dreaming about, uh, I think that's really where it, it turns into this thing where it's like, you know, what are we going to communicate about? What are we dreaming about? And I think, I think it all comes back to curiosity and, and just staying engaged and creating, that's why the date night or, you know, date coffees or whatever is so important because I think that's why people resist it so much too, though, is because they're like, well, what are we going to talk about? And the reality is, um, start dreaming a little. Yeah. And talking about like what that future is. And I, I love that you brought up, like, we're not always living in just the future, but we have a, we have a pretty good idea where we're going to be in five years or three years or what our goals are for this year. Um, but there's also this like trust in each other and a, like, we're very committed to each other. And so even if things don't go the way that we want it to go, or 
what we painted it to be like or what our vision was, if it goes south, we're not pointing our fingers at each other either. We're not like, hey, I thought we were going here and now it's like this. This is stupid. Like, And so we're so fully in support of because we know that no matter what, we can do anything together and that that's what really matters. So I think coming back to that too. And then I want to circle back a little bit to that negative um, aspect of, you know, if you're coming home and you're only complaining, like, I guarantee I'm not going to sit at a table if you're going to complain to me about our business or your business. Like there's a time and a place for that if you need like encouragement. Mm -hmm. But if you're continually telling me just problems, of course, somebody's not going to be interested in that. That's nobody wants to listen to negative. And so shifting that perspective, because that is one thing like when we're talking about business, it's usually really exciting even if it's a shitty situation or, you know, something that is a problem, we're always looking at, okay, what is the good in this? How can we use this to our better? What else can we do? Not like we can't. Yeah. I love it. Well, and that's what, one of the things too, uh, just finding, I think it's a little, it might be a little bit of work if you're in a situation where you're like thinking, well, I could never have that level of conversation with my husband or wife or whatever. I, you might have to work at it a little bit, but again, you know, when we go, some of the best dinners that we've sat at were because people had uh, questions that curated curiosity. And so it might even be, you know, putting the same amount of effort into facilitating some questions. You know, if you're at a place where you guys haven't had a conversation like we're talking about in a while, maybe one of you needs to, and I mean, it's probably whoever's listening to this, but you maybe you need to go out of your way to facilitate some kind of questions that would spark some some conversation in, in dreaming. Yeah. I love that. And I think, you know, I don't think even people probably are like, what facilitated conversation? What does that even mean? And I do think that that is such a powerful tool to have like at date night. And I'm thinking back on some of our most powerful date nights was really digging into one of us, um, and what our desires were or what really lit us up or what broke our hearts. Like those kind of conversations really, you know, sometimes we don't even know what breaks our partner's heart. Like, do you know what breaks their heart? Do you know what makes them come alive? And are you using that to your advantage of like making them come alive, pulling those, every person has something deep inside of them. I don't care who they are and I don't care what that purpose is. Everybody has something deep inside of them that needs pulled out. And I think it's our responsibility as a partner to pull out the best in each other. Yeah. And when we talk about like facilitated questions, I mean, it could be, you know, so many tactical things, but just, you know, what's something that, what's a dream that you had five years ago that's died for whatever reason. And, you know, just those types of questions, it could be anything just to, to get the conversation going. If you feel like your conversation is stuck it, it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be like overly formal just to start getting curious. Yeah. Or even what is something that you've learned about yourself recently that you didn't really know, because that opens up a place for you to speak about yourself of things that you're realizing. Um, and then it also allows for them to accept this new, new, um, cause we're all changing, right? Mm-hmm. So it allows them to accept and experience with you like, Oh, this is something new that I'm learning about myself. And then you can support them in that too. I love that question. Yeah. There's so many, but like, you know, what's something that you've been thinking you want to do recently that just scares the crap out of you and you don't even want to share with me? Yeah, that's a really good one. Or the another really fun one is the stupid idea time, mm-hmm. like throwing out like, wouldn't it be cool if and just 
the craziest, most absurd, like having Oprah over for dinner, like doesn't like throwing out the things that you maybe are embarrassed to even say. Yeah. I'll never forget when you made the comment in 2012 that when Caitlin graduated, you wanted to take a year off. That's like a crazy, that's like a crazy thought. Right. But that, that there's so many things that as I go back to that point, like it changed so many things in our life. And that was kind of stupid idea time. Really? You weren't thinking it was stupid. You're like, I actually really want to do this. Um, but to me, that was kind of like, it, we didn't know stupid idea time then, but that fell into that. And it like kind of set me on a trajectory of thinking different about the business and stuff. So you never know where these conversations are going to like kind of, you know, take us because, um, we can either, and this is the difference between, you know, the conversation being boring and us not being curious. And maybe it's a negative conversation to, okay, what's like a next, that's why we love spending time with such amazing couples and, and mentors and everything else, because they get us thinking on a different plane. We just need to do that for each other. Yeah. And then you can, as you begin building that, you can bring it into dinners that you go to with other couples, because when you have another couple, and that's why we do love like the couples mastermind, especially because we can have those kind of conversations in a setting, an intimate setting with a limited amount of people. And your mind opens so much to other people's beliefs and you know, like something like you just said, like that blew, you know, everything that we were planning out of the water and we had to start thinking differently. But when you have other couples in the mix too, it also triggers things like I've never thought of that, or I didn't even think that that was possible. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that we were talking about too, is just like giving each other space. Mm -hmm. I think that's another valuable, you know, time for, for you to go to a mastermind or women's trips or whatever. And same for me giving, it's funny. Cause I think back to like growing up and I think a lot of times people have this, I don't know if the listeners, but I think about this, like a lot of times marriages fail because the husband was always out at the bar or with his friends too much. Or, so I think there's almost like this stigma too around, you know, being able to go out and, and do your own thing. And I think it's important that we have our own social life and our own masterminds and everything else. And I think that's one of the reasons why we wanted to build the couple's mastermind. Cause I actually think there's almost too much of that sometimes, but the reality is there has to be a balance. Yeah. Well, it's like allowing yourselves. I think this is a big part of it is allowing that space, but then also like taking, we're each taking responsibility for our own growth and our own happiness too. So it's like a two way street of like, yes, we are in this together, but I'm also responsible for my own happiness, my own growth, and I'm going to go do this, this, and this. And then I'm also going to allow you to, because I know that we both need that like space to, because you know that you always sit here, the thing of like absence makes the heart fonder and I, or whatever it is. I don't even know if that's it. Um, but I do think that there's like something really powerful when you go out and you learn something and then you can come home and share it. And I do like this kind of goes both ways of like there's time and a, and a place to come together and do things like that together. But I also think there's so much power in allowing that space for them to go and, mm -hmm. and be their own individual because we are individuals yeah. and then we come together as one and there's power in the two, but also like you're an individual. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's interesting too, because there's a lot of couples and I think I think the couples mastermind is specifically designed in our mind to bring couples together that want to grow together. 
But you do see a lot of times where, you know, there's one person in the relationship that's out learning and growing and part of mastermind groups. And then the other one isn't. And here's the thing. I don't think that that's necessarily right or wrong, as long as you guys are aligned around that. And, and again, you know, maybe it's a season or whatever, but I've seen, I've seen it become a challenge when one really wants to grow and the other one's not growing. And, and I, I'm just, I'm just thinking about, we, we've never really experienced that, but I'm just thinking, does, does the other couple or does other person in the relationship have to go out and join masterminds and everything else to stay in alignment? I don't think so, but I think the conversation has to be had. I think what we've seen many times is there's this, uh, unrealized expectation that because I'm growing and because I'm out doing this and you're not, you don't want to grow. And there's, I think that's where the conversation has to get really deep and, and get connected. And it's, again, my brain goes both ways. Cause I would want both couples to be outgrowing and, but I don't, I don't think it has to be that way, but also you need to make sure that you're connecting as a couple and communicating about that. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I think, you know, if, if one person is really growing, going out there and really growing and the other person isn't, there is going to be a disconnect in the relationship. Now, I don't think you need to go out to like do, join masterminds or go to things, but you need to be doing your own inner work, whether that's going to therapy, reading books, whatever that is, like, and then connecting, like you're saying. Because the fact of the matter is, is if you if you had been doing all of this growing, which honestly, in the beginning, you were doing more masterminds and growing, but you would come home and tell me, but I was genuinely interested in what that was. And so I was doing things at home, like reading books, you know, uh, reading, listening to podcasts, doing things like that to grow myself, because I knew that I had to stay up to pace with you, right? Because mm -hmm. you become a different person, like we, mm -hmm. you're evolving. And if you're not staying on that same page, you're gonna, you're going to grow apart. Yeah. And I 100% agree with that. I just think we have to be cognizant of seasons. That's all I was really saying. I agree with everything you just said. I think we just need to be careful um, because even in the early days, I was out doing coaching. We weren't in masterminds then. I was going to coaching for the business specifically, right? And But I loved what you said about always growing as a human because if one's growing and one's not, that's a dead end street. And, and you can't, I don't, I think so many marriages end because they're not aligned. They grew apart years ago and it's way too late to fix it. And I, I mean, counseling, all that is great, but the reality is if you're so far apart, it's going to be really challenging to come back together. So the sooner you can get a hold of this and realize if you're the one that's being left behind or you're the one that's leaving behind, the sooner you can connect and have um, the conversations about this, uh, this, the sooner I think things can go for the better. Mm -hmm. It's challenging. Yeah. It is. And I think like if you're in a situation where maybe you're the one who wants to grow and the other person doesn't, it's a very delicate situation because if you come back and you're like, you need to grow, it can come off so condescending. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is a delicate situation, but just the conversations that you need to be having at date night or, you know, when you are connecting need to be even more intentional yeah. of, you know, facilitating a conversation, really getting curious about them and what drives them because something drives them. Yeah. And there's probably a little girl or a little boy inside of them still that has big dreams, but they've shut them down because yep. life has choked out what those dreams were. So your job is to kind of dig and find, find out what those are. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things like even, just circling back to the couples mastermind that 
you know, we're, we're not necessarily looking for couples that are not aligned. We're looking for couples that are aligned and want to take that relationship so much further. And I think it's sad, but you know, if there's couples that have that disconnect, then I think you need to go get some level of professional help to kind of work through that process and just believe for the best. But I think, you know, just taking again, the dreaming, bringing it back to the dreaming aspect, I think just dreaming together solves 90% of the problems when, um, you know, when you're really just remaining curious, dreaming together, facilitating those conversations, doing things together. Um, even if it's just getting around, inspiring couples for a dinner, that's, that changes the, the environment so much. Yeah. I think, you know, getting with, around other people that maybe couples that you want to be like, or that do inspire you. Um, I was also just thinking of, you know, one of the things that you always say is we pick our battles. And I think that that's been so powerful for us too, because not every disagreement or something that is not, you know, we don't see eye to eye on needs to be a full blown fight. Yeah. Most of it actually doesn't matter really. It's, um, and I, I think again, you can get into a downward spiral of like, you, you were saying this earlier, um, and it kind of reminded me of his needs, her needs when you were talking about like your love language. And we read that book early on. I've actually recommended it a couple of times in the last few weeks because it really caused you to focus on your needs, but then also the other person's needs. And I just don't think we do that enough. And so when we talk about picking the battles, most of it doesn't really matter. Most of it, actually, we probably don't even really care about that much. It's just, you're in the middle of the moment and everything gets so more, you know, so much more heated and it really doesn't matter. And then when it comes time, if you're constantly just like battling, when it comes time to a battle that actually matters, it's just normal. And so you don't even know, but, but again, I think there's the other side of that, the curiosity. When I know you're really passionate about something that actually allows me to kind of back off a little bit and be like, okay, I know that this is going to be something that Kara is very, very passionate about and, and allows me to say, does this really matter to me? And a lot of times it doesn't. And so I think just getting curious about that is important. Yeah. And then like paying attention to each other's energies and what's going on in their lives outside of whatever this disagreement is, because so many times it's an argument that has, I mean, it's nothing to do with the argument. It's other issues that are boiling up inside of us that maybe we need to deal with. And so when you can tune into each other's energies and, and you're in connection, so you know kind of what's going on in them, or you can stop and be like, hey, what's going on? Like, are you, you know, like really dig into that part. But sometimes all we need to do is just back off a little instead of like pushing into that fight, just back off a little. And then it kind of fizzles out. But if you're, if you feel like you're being attacked when really it's not about you and you know it's not about you, it's about something else going on in their lives, that's where a lot of fights turn into explosions because there's all this energy being built up because of another situation in their life that's causing them to react that way. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, I mean, just bringing it back to the alignment thing, realizing that like we've got one shot at this, we got one life. And the reality is I don't wanna spend the rest of my life just, you know, fighting and struggling. And so it's really just, it's about being in alignment. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, uh, I don't think it's worth it to spend our one shot that we have at this, like being on different teams, separate teams. Like this is a, this is a team sport. And that's one of, again, just bringing it back to the couples mastermind. That's one of the reasons why I think it's so exciting. And I really love it because, you know, work, Number one, we created something that we've always wanted. Like, how do we get into environments with inspiring couples and, 
and growing with a couple together and you know we've talked about this before but there's only five spots but growing with those five um couples through the year is so inspiring it doesn't mean everybody's perfect there's a ton of challenges marriage is messy we have we have our challenges but the reality is the more we put ourselves into an environment that is inspiring and exciting and it doesn't have to be a couple's mastermind it can be the dinner yeah just me and you yeah which I think has been our power, most powerful tool is just making sure we're connecting each week and being, you know, just keeping coming back to that, like that curiosity, being interested in each other. Um, and then being a safe place for each other, too, because if you're not safe for that other person to, you know, voice their big dreams or, you know, voice their disappointments, even if you're going to just attack that, then you're not creating a safe place in your container of marriage as well so, so important. Well, this has been exciting. And obviously this is something that you and I are passionate about in our own lives. And, um, again, this is just one of my favorite things. I just, as I said earlier, got, got done recording with Justin Donald and he was asking why we're so excited about this. And, and I think it's just because with some simple tweaks, just remaining curious and introducing date night and, you know, just authentic conversations, inspiring conversations, just with these little course corrections, I think we can, see marriages get so much better and see people reach their full potential as couples. And so, you know, one of the things that we've, obviously we're doing the couples mastermind, but we've also started talking about doing an event. Do you want to, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. I think, you know, the couples mastermind is, has been really fun, but the problem that we've faced is that we want to keep it intimate and we want to keep it, you know, to just these five people. We spend a whole year, we go really deep, but there's also, you know, such a need for spaces for couples to come together to have, you know, time to grow together and shine together, like watch each other shine. Um, so something we've just been chatting about and we're going to do this year. And actually, the couples mastermind actually started out in our dream, like when we first started like really uncovering something that we wanted was really an event. And so this year we are going to be planning an event um, for couples to come together to really learn and grow together um, to become, you know, stay in that alignment, continue to stay in that alignment, find out the tools to be in alignment, but then also the w wealth building piece and the wellness and, you know, creating a family unit that brings to life what you are wanting to create mm -hmm. and just getting on that same page. So we're really excited about this because it's going to, we're going to be able to have more than five couples. It's, it's not going to be huge. It's still going to be intimate because we like those intimate settings, but um, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And, you know, just even through this conversation, I mean, that's one of the things that we will do at the event is just facilitate deep, intimate conversations and, you know, if that's something that you're excited about and have never, you know, really scratched the surface on, we invite you to come to the event. If it's something that you're used to, um, you're going to be surrounded by a bunch of other couples that are pretty amazing. This kind of started, like you said, one of the first things we wanted to do was the event. But then when we were wrapping up year one, one of the guys in the couples mastermind was like, what, like what, what's now? Actually, I think most of the couples were like, what's next? Because we'd spent a year together. And so we were talking about doing an annual, um, a, I guess reunion is what we called it. And so then we decided to just pull this together. And so it's really exciting. Um, the previous year's couples, which now there's two years, um, they're going to come in on a Thursday night cocktail party. We'll be together all day Friday as the alumni couples. And then Friday night 
um, any of the new couples that want to sign up will come in. We'll have a cocktail party. You'll get to meet each other. You'll get to meet the couples that have already been in the mastermind. And then all day Saturday, we'll be together masterminding as couples. And then Saturday night, we'll do a dinner or something. But it's going to be pretty phenomenal. So um, anything else you want to add about the event? No, I think we covered it. So yeah, if you're interested in um, joining us, it's going to be in November. And you can text the word event to 480-531-7519. We would love to have you. The spots are limited and that's not a sales pitch or anything else. So uh, text the word event to 480-531-7519. We'll make sure we get you on the early wait list. And before we put it out to the public, anybody that texts that, um, we'll reach out to you with details and and give those spots to the first people. So uh, the very first spots go to the alumni and then we'll open it up to other couples. Um, so hope to see you in November. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.